Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, let's stir it up a little bit here. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Where could DK go? I've got a team to do it. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I am talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas has taken a step back, and Philadelphia, with the aforementioned A.J. Brown, could zoom right past him. Today's guests, 12-year NBA veteran Rex Chapman, co-host of ESPN's Pardon the Interruption, Michael Wilbon, Jets defensive end Jermaine Johnson, Packers running back, Aaron Jones. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are live from Los Angeles, California, right here on NBC Sports on Peacock, right here on NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM, Channel 85. We say hello to our terrestrial radio audience listeners and those listening on Odyssey, our podcast, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for anything that you might miss over the next three hours. But our intention is to keep you glued to whatever you're watching or whatever you're listening to because we've, we've got some great guests and we've uh, we, we've got nothing uh, better to do. So we hope uh, maybe you're in that position as well. No lies detected. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo, good to see you in your positions here on this morning. good Thursday. Good to see you, Jess. I'm doing awesome. Just don't chant at me, okay? DJ Jefferson, Can good I, to yeah. see you lighting the candle over there. What's going on? Are What's we going really on? two games away from the worst <laughs> thing that could possibly happen? Well, Even I mean, more worse than you winning the fantasy league. It's not going to happen. Okay. As you hear the cackling from over in that position. It's not going to happen. What do we do? Rich, how can we stop this? I don't know. It's Please. not going to happen. Help Here, us, Rich, your only hope. Here's how we're starting the show. Here's how we're starting the show. I am genuinely concerned about my Golden State Warriors right now. <laughs> I am genuinely concerned about my Golden State Warriors right now because they are focused on the wrong stuff. They are focused on the wrong stuff. They shouldn't be looking for earmuffs. <laughs> They got to get something going on off the bench. They got to get something going on with Draymond Green. They got a good game from Klay Thompson last night, one of his best games in the playoffs. They did get a good Klay game. Okay. If you had told me going into game three that uh, my Warriors were going to get a combined (laughs) 36 from Curry and Thompson, I'd say, okay, 56. 56. I'd be going, okay, we're good in the hood here. 56. 36, you'd be in trouble. I know that. You tack on Wiggins 18, I'm like, okay. Yep. Okay. But when you give up 27, 26, and 24 to Brown, Tatum, and Mark Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. And you get hardly anything out of Draymond Green. You are in trouble. You are in absolute trouble. Draymond Green, folks, uh, last night, the rare almost 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 stat line. One block. Two turnovers, same number of points. Three assists, four rebounds, six fouls. Just missing the five there. Or the five was the bye-bye that was waved at him by the potty mouth Celtics fans. And again, this is the sort of stuff that you hear from teams who lose. Who lose. Yeah. This is the stuff you hear from teams who lose, complaining. Complaining, focusing on the wrong stuff, and I, you know, and I, I know I'm just cherry picking sound bites here, but sometimes sound bites are indicative of a mindset and a drain potentially beginning to circle. And this is what everyone's talking about today. 
when it comes to the Warriors, because the Warriors were used to seeing in the NBA Finals winning more than not and imposing their will. Here was Clay Thompson last night when he was asked about the crowd, because this series, as you know, moved to um, Boston. In case you're, in case you, case you were wondering case where it was, couldn't that. notice the, the the makeup of the floor, the design of the floor, and the color of the. They the paint his name in the, the pocket on the floor. 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 <laughs> okay, in case you didn't notice, you didn't hear it. This is the question of Clay Thompson. Everybody's talking about today. Crowd in the environment tonight, and how much was a fact? Was that a factor in the game? Um, it was not a factor. We played in front of rude people before, dropping f bombs with children in the crowd. Real classy. Good job, Boston. I know, and I love Clay Thompson. I mean, come on. Shut man. up. I mean, it's ten o'clock at night. Well, I mean, the kids are definitely in bed. Yeah, I mean, or, 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 or you know, about? look, it's Boston, Massachusetts. It could have been the kids using those words. Come on. Look, uh, honestly, uh, this is, and 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 he played a terrific game. And this, I don't believe, is the reason why they lost last night. But it is indicative of their mindset. I mean, this is. This is a team that's won a road playoff game in 24 consecutive series. I want to hear something from you. It doesn't matter. I mean, we've heard this language before. We've been in tough spots before. We've got rings from this whole thing. We've been here before. You know, more power to them. Bring it. That's what I I, I don't know. Where, where did that come from? I saw a video on, on, on Twitter of uh, somebody posted in response to this soundbite from Clay Thompson of LeBron being cursed in pretty nasty manner by a Warrior fan leaving in an NBA Finals game. Smash cut to Clay Thompson on on the podium is the winner, basically saying, "Yeah, I guess." Quit crying. Uh, I'm, I'm essentially paraphrasing. He didn't use those words, but that's his phrase. And, and now he's like, "Good job, Boston." Like, where's the toughness of the Warriors? The toughness of the Warriors is the imposition of will. By not only the shooting, but also Draymond Green. And Draymond Green is absolutely not showing up in this series in the same way that we have seen him show up in championship series. And here's here is him assessing his own play. By the way, using some potty mouth language with his own son sitting next to him. <laughs> yeah. So you played you know, like What was the difference this game? Uh I just think I never found a rhythm, um, really, on both ends of the floor. So, uh, not enough force, but just got to find the rhythm quicker. And so, here's here's where it's going as well. The stuff with Draymond Green, when it doesn't go well, and the, the stuff with the Warriors doesn't go well with Draymond Green, here's the issue, is when his mouth and his his very significant advantage of getting in your face doesn't work because he's not imposing his will with his passing. By the way, he cracked the top 10 list in terms of all-time assists for the NBA Finals. You know, his next on the list is Hondo. He's next on his list. I mean... He normally beats you with his passing. He'll beat you with all doing all the dirty work. But when the dirty stuff like throwing Jason Tatum town isn't working, and then all we're hearing instead is his sound bites and his commentary, not just after the game, but his own podcast, then comes the criticism of you're more interested in your podcast than you are in winning games, which is not fair. But that's the sort of stuff that builds, and then his frustration level builds, and if the game isn't going well, and the third quarter burst that we saw again from them last night doesn't work, then you got a problem. When Draymond Green's stat line doesn't live up to his bullying on the court, and you can just laugh it off, that's when the frustration sets in and the entire team and they're starting to have rabbit ears about the potty mouth language of the crowd.
And I'm genuinely concerned. Because Jordan Poole, the 30-point Jordan Poole burst off the bench, other than just some major wow three-point splash at a buzzer in game two, he just had 10 points. They're not getting anything off the bench. They're not getting much from Draymond Green, and that might be all she wrote. And guess what? They didn't get 15 to 23 shooting from three from Horford, White, and Brown last night. And they still got whipped. So the Celtics are proving they can beat you in another way than just a three-point barrage to come back in a fourth quarter in game one of this series. Yeah, they actually, the Warriors made uh, two more threes than Boston did last night. It was 15-13. So... You can't just look at the stat sheet and go, yeah, well, they're not going to do that again and we'll win. They didn't do it again in game three. And you lost by double digits after coming back in the third quarter and making it a game. And the Celtics are like, screw you. See you later. I'm concerned about the Warriors there. Let's talk now about what the Celtics are doing right. They're a better team. They play better team basketball right now. Yep. They're deeper. They're deeper. They're younger. Can I say they're hungrier? It sure looks it. Seems like it. Yeah. Brian Windhorst came on the program yesterday from the worldwide leader in sports. He says, Look, we're, 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 we're talking about this technical foul nonsense and whether Draymond Green should have been ejected or not. He goes, there's one thing we should be talking about. If the Celtics are going to turn the ball over like crazy, if they're going to turn it over like crazy, they're going to lose. And he gave us the under-over line of 15 turnovers. The Celtics had 12 last night. And there was a time, and so remember I asked him yesterday, Chris, about, and TJ and the rest of our crew, I asked Windhorse, I'm like, so what do you do if you're the Celtics? You, you know this too, <laughs> right. right? The coaching staff knows this. Yeah. Brad Stevens knows this. Ime Udoka knows it. What do you do? How do you handle stopping all the turnovers? Well, there's one way to do it. Put up the tweet. This is from a guy who's been covering the Celtics since 1985, yeah, Steve Bullpet. He said Udoka, after the team committed some bad turnovers, entered the huddle of a timeout and said simply, Will you guys stop playing like a holes? <laughs> Sometimes it's Udoka, that man. simple, right? This yeah. guy is awesome. Sometimes like what's the secret sauce of coaching? <laughs> Just go hey, in. Will you play like a-holes? <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. So I guess it's not just the fans using potty mouth. <laughs> and it worked. What, one turnover in the fourth quarter last night? Uh, yeah, I think one turnover. There you go. After six in the first quarter. Will you guys stop playing like a-holes? By the way, maybe that's the first line that you, you can say when you're standing in front of a huge crowd at a duck boat parade. Easy, easy. Two games. Well, you're the one who started the show that way, Cacklin, over there, like the Wicked Witch of uh, the East over he was, there. He was Cacklin, man. Okay. He was Cacklin. <laughs> and, and the Celtics are two games away. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. The Warriors have two more shots now to come up with a road win in a 25th consecutive playoff series. And if they don't, this thing's a wrap. This thing is a wrap. Doesn't matter if this does go back, you know, for a game six, if the Warriors lose game four Friday night. And that's the other thing, too. There's a quick turnaround here. It's just one game of rest, and, and Steph was down on the court wincing in pain. Like, could the Celtics even be healthier? Just saying a lot with one of their best underneath the basket and in the paint limping up and down the court. Do you think Robert Parrish could run better right now than, than Robert Williams? <laughs> Chief. Right now? Maybe. Like, could Parrish be the better running Robert? I, 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 honestly, Grant Williams is in is in Draymond's head. The fans are, are chanting nasty language, and Clay Thompson is talking about that. I mean, honestly, the Clay Thompson answer should be, we've what... How many players, just, you even know the answer. You can look off to the side at the, whoever's running things PR-wise. Like, how, how many playoff series in a row have we won a game on the road? All of them. Right. We've been <laughs> in tough spots. <laughs> yeah. We've been in tough spots before. We've been in tough buildings before. Just a, a you know, wasn't our night tonight. 
See you Friday. Not like good job, Boston, F-bombs in the crowd and all of that stuff. Just gives me so much pause. It's just Draymond's got to come up with one of his classic 8.10 rebound, 12 assist, three block games. It's just he's got to do it. In the same way I was calling for one of those Harden triple doubles in the playoffs, we got to get one of those from Draymond. When I say we, I mean the Warriors because that's our fan base yeah. because I said before the season they were going to win it all and they're three wins away from doing it and we're two Warriors losses away from having to deal with the likes of this guy and everybody else like this guy. I'm just saying, e- either outcome's just going to be bad for Del Tufo and I. We're going to have to hear, hear you. Yeah, yeah but I'm not going to hear cackle about it. Well, it's going to be my Warriors, my Warriors, and then he's just going to he's just going to like laugh and he won't say anything. But his silence is going to be more annoying, honestly, than him hand, actually talking about. And so. on a Bible, you don't even need to put a hand on the Bible. You don't need you don't even need to swear to a loved one on their heads. <laughs> you know which one is easier to deal with. You know. Which one's easier to deal with? You know, deep down in every fiber of your being, T.J. Jefferson, which one's easier to deal with? You know it. And he's smiling like the Cheshire Cat over there because he knows it too. Do not unleash that beast. Golden State Warriors, do not unleash that beast. Earmuffs on if that's what you need. Let's get pool going off the bench. And by the way, the Celtics defense is just smothering. Let's get, let's get him off the bench. Let's get Draymond going. Come on, Draymond, you want to show up on your pod for Colin Coward and the rest of those people over there like uh, like your, uh, your warrior, your winning? You want that, right? Let's go. Come on now. Turn up the volume on that. Rich, you said don't, go. don't unleash the beast. The don't. problem is don't. after yesterday, I don't know what to do to stop that beast because I... <laughs> No, I just gave, I just gave it to you. Better yeah. production off the bench. Better production from Draymond. That let's get great. let's get things going. But Draymond, I don't know if you're going to get like you wanted a thirty point, forty point triple double out of Harden. I knew that wasn't possible. He I, almost came. Oh, he came up with one. He just didn't come up with more than one. But Draymond, I don't know, man. He he he's out there doing a lot of talking, and he ain't backing nothing up. So we have two guests to talk about it. Rex Chapman's first up. He just keeps grinning over there. It's starting to annoy me now, Rich. And then Michael Wilbon, <laughs> second up. I should be grinning, too, because the guy who I had no, no at all thought the Jets could wind up having right. after the first round of the draft, draft is coming on this program. Certainly after they go sauce, and then they go Garrett Wilson, and then I, why the hell did Jermaine Johnson drop all the way down to late first round and the Jets pop back in and grab him? He's going to be joining us from Jets Organized Team Activities. And then uh, Aaron Jones, one of our favorites from the Green Bay Packers in hour number three. And you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. The, uh, the, the Live Tour, or as the PGA <laughs> Tour Commissioner refers to it, the Saudi Golf League. Wow. Uh, has teed off in London. Has teed off in London. We got six holes to play, Rich. Tom Brady has spoken. Speaking of... Highly trained golfers. <laughs> sort of. Tom Brady was asked if he was indeed uh, talking to the Dolphins. Oh. Oh. And w- was was Bruce Arians in his targets, too? Did he have a problem with Arians being his coach? Someone asked, asked him that? Both of those things were asked of Tom Brady oh. today. So we've got those sound bites to play for you. Nice. Why would you move anywhere? Let's take a break. When we come back... The great Rex Chapman on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, 
helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here in the Terrestrial Radio Outfit uh, here on Peacock at Sirius XM. Love this guy. Love everything about him. We saw him just in this very chair to my right uh, a couple of weeks ago when he was out here in Los Angeles, California. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line to chop it up about the NBA and last night's Game 3 Celtics victory in Boston is none other than former NBA player and outstanding, outstanding human uh, Rex Chapman here on the Rich Eisen Show. How have you been, Rex Chapman? Hey, Rich Eisen. How are you, buddy? Well, uh, I have instructed everyone here uh, to not use any foul language while you're on Thank this program. You. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. What did no you? F-bomb. What did you make of all that with Clay Thompson's commentary after the game last night? I heard. I heard your intro, okay. and Clay is one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player. Um, I love that guy. I love everything about him. I love him as a person. Um, I was texting with you a few nights ago about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that what he's doing right now, most of the league wouldn't have done it. He was off for two years. He's come back to play while everybody's in prime condition, sharpness, no rust, and he's putting himself out there like this. He's also playing great, I mean, for mortals. <laughs> uh, he's he's a special player, and for him to, to say, You've never heard Clay say anything like what he said last night about the fans, right? Ever, ever. Because he's always had every bit of confidence. And confidence is such a beautiful thing when you have it and when you don't. And Clay knows what kind of player he is and the player he'll probably be in the fall. And right now you can just see his gears grinding sometimes. His timing is off. Uh You've never seen him overwhelmed defensively by anyone, not Kawhi, not anyone. Clay, one of the best two-way defenders ever. You know, occasionally he'll get overwhelmed by Jason Tatum right now or or uh, Jalen Brown with their athleticism, and you've never seen that happen. So he's going through something that is sort of nightmarish as an athlete. He couldn't. He we give players crap. I don't want to say, shit, uh, but we give players. <laughs> You just yeah. did, Rex. <laughs> <laughs> but go go on. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say shit. Careful. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he's going through some stuff that, that he and we give players a lot of stuff for being soft and not playing. Right. He's playing, man. He's doing this. He's and he, he's not doing it, you know, for himself. He he could have sat out and not shown the world how off he is at this point, you know, from game to game. He can still get hot. Clay's playing through this, and I give him all the love in the world. And for, for him to say something like that last night after a game, you know, it is after a loss, none of that stuff matters when you're playing and you're feeling so well. And as we've seen, Clay has never said anything like that before. He's just in his head some. So you, you see um... – that statement potentially Rex Chapman as maybe an indication that something isn't 100% with him and that frustration along with the loss combines for him to say something out of character on that yeah, front. I do. And, you know, look, all of us have been in arenas where they say 
foul, nasty stuff. And there's always been sort of an unwritten code or uh, rule between fans and players that you don't say vulgar stuff around kids. Like, you know, especially if you're yelling at the players and say something that the player might want to yell back at you. If there are kids around, you just don't do that. Mm -hmm. I get that. But also, (laughs) it motivates you as a player. We know what kind of players Stefan and Clay have been on the road for years now. They're killers. They're killers. And so for uh, Clay to just, you know, say something about the fans last night, I thought, oh, crap, he's in his head a little bit. Rex Chapman, 12-year NBA veteran, the Rex Chapman podcast, and so many other shows that uh, that Rex... Check it out. Check out CNN Plus. Like CNN, CNN Plus as well. Your show there as well. At Rex Chapman, a must-follow on Twitter. You are just so awesome with your account uh, right here on the, the Rich Eisen Show. So... Um, it, the 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 nether region for the Warriors uh, that that is Draymond Green's game not matching his uh, physical pro, uh, intensity right where where the best part of his game is that he gets under your skin while he's he's beating you on the stat sheet and on the scoreboard we're in that we're, we seem to be two out of first three games where he's not on the stat sheet. And the Warriors are not on the scoreboard, but he's still doing his stuff. That the Celtics are what just shrugging off? Is that where we're at with him? What do you? How do you assess Draymond Green through the first three games of these finals, Rex? I'm a Draymond fan. Obviously, he he's a polarizing guy and player, which I kind of like. Uh, but he he uh, when when they don't win and he scores single digits, nobody says anything. When they when they win, he scores single. He he's a guy who's easy to pick on because mm-hmm. he's not an offensive guy. You can pick on his stats all the time because he you know never scores a bunch of points. Uh, and I think look, they're they're going. Through, they haven't played with Clay in two years, and some of these guys have never played with Clay ever. They're trying to work him back in. Jordan Poole was phenomenal down the stretch of the season but if you see last night on the road Jordan Poole you know his biggest game of his life you could tell you know look they need Clay out there and not Jordan Poole you know just for uh, just for reasons of maturity Mm -hmm. and experience so I just think that uh, you know Clay being off a little bit they're trying to and they're trying look Boston's good man they're good Marcus Smart is tremendous. You know, I was just thinking about this yesterday. Think about the journey he's been on. He was drafted, supposed to be drafted in the top three or four, but he, he fell in the draft because he went into the stands when somebody said something in college. Remember that? Mm-hmm. At Oklahoma State. It's just fun to see his his maturity, and he's kind of the the Boston Celtics glue at this point. It's just kind of been fun to watch. I don't know if you heard this, uh, Rex Chapman here on the Rich Eisen Show. I don't know if you saw this tweet uh, on your Twitter feed, but I did. Uh, Brockman, I think you're the one who put it on my Twitter feed because you retweeted it saying this should be made into a T-shirt. Absolutely. Uh, That that apparently when the Celtics were having turnover problems last night, and as we all know, that's their Achilles heel, right? Mm -hmm. So they're having turnover problems. Ime Udoka calls timeout. And according to a source, stepped into the huddle and said, quote, will you guys stop playing like a-holes? End quote. Nice. And <laughs> nice. <laughs> I figured, right, like, um, yeah. th- th- he, that, is he that said a- a-hole because he didn't want to say ass. Yes. <laughs> well, he did actually say the full word, but, you know, that's the the phrase, the, the, the theme of the day is earmuffs, right? Yeah, so, that's right, right. right. So, so what do you think? You know, uh, of his effectiveness here and how clearly the Celtics have bought and gobbled up and are absolutely physically and mentally and spiritually embodying whatever he's selling right now. I I, I couldn't love it more. I couldn't love it more. I I grew up first a Sixers fan and then kind of switched to the Lakers. I was never a Boston fan, never. And over the years, I've grown to be. I've grown to root for Boston. Danny Ainge is a good buddy, of course, and Austin yes. Ainge is there in the, in the front office. I root for them on a personal level, but I just, I don't know. 
the fan base, you can hate them or love them. And for, for basketball purposes and baseball purposes, I really dig their passion. Uh, it's un- really unlike any place you go. It can border on going, o- going over the line at times. But they love their teams. It's a great place to play as an opponent. If you like playing on the road, you love going to Boston. I mean, uh, just from a competitive standpoint, because there's nothing like winning on the road there and shutting them up. Well, you played in the old Boston Garden, Rex, yeah. right? So, yeah. what, what are you, what are your memories of that from back in the day? Oh man, it was such a dump. It, it, it looked so pretty <laughs> on TV, and uh, you know the parquet and the bright orange, and it was awful. The they kept the locker room like ninety degrees, ninety five degrees. Oh, and you know those showers. Uh, that you had in high school with like one center pole and then six spigots all around that, that pole. Well, they had one of those, but only one of the spigots worked. And it had, it had like cold water dripping out of it. That's how you had to take your showers after the game. Seniority life, one at a time. It was terrible. It had rats in there. It was awful. Well, I think the Gremlins are still exist, Rex. Did you hear that the uh, warm-up for the Warriors last night was delayed a little bit because the rim was two inches higher? I saw that. Apparently the Gremlins funny. are still there in Boston. Pretty huh? funny. I, I like it. But you know what's funny about that is every player, the second they step out on the floor, mm-hmm. can tell if the rim is is right or not. Is that just right? By, just by looking at it. You walk up to it and you, there's something that's just, wrong you can kind of put your arm up there measure and go yeah that's low or yeah that's high just after being out there for so long you could tell something's two inches off oh you can tell if it's an inch off or a half inch off yeah no question that's incredible um, rex, rex you love playing against boston uh career 16 a game most ever <laughs> points you scored against a team against boston 500 points in 31 games wow uh, did you know that how was the Celtics killer? I bet we beat them twice. <laughs> <laughs> Were you? Did did you and Larry Bird ever cross paths? Did that ever happen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my first year was Kareem's last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so Larry and Larry was still good, but he was just starting to have back issues. And so I remember playing them the first time, and I don't know why I just hated Larry Bird mm-hmm. growing up. I mm-hmm. just didn't like him. I was a Dr. J guy. Mm-hmm. Also, my whole life, until I stepped on the floor with him, I just assumed, they said Larry's 6'9". I just, I, he looked like 6'6 to me mm-hmm. <laughs> on TV. <laughs> and so I stepped out on the floor with him, and I went, oh, my God. He's as big as a doorway, 6'9", 6'10". And I remember Kelly Trapuca was going to guard him. Mm-hmm. And we had Jerry Seasting on our team who had played with Larry. Yes. And Jerry had told us, Larry, in in uh, shoot-around, he said, Larry says no man in the world, 6'6 six, six or under, can guard him. And he takes offense to it. And so, if you notice a lot, even when Boston played the Bulls, Michael didn't match up with Larry a lot. It was Scotty, it was Horace. The bigger guy. Mm. Well, we put Kelly Trapuca on him, and we went out for the jump ball, and we were we were going to run whatever it was. And Larry looked at the whole at the rest of us and said, "You guys are putting Trapuca on me," <laughs> and everybody nobody said anything, and he just said, "I all right, guys, whatever we're running, forget it. Four down, four down," and he just started running Kelly into the, into the post, <laughs> calling his own play, and within four possessions, he'd had you know. Two baskets, an and one, and an assist, and you know had to mix it up. He no longer Kelly was no longer on him. <laughs> I love it. He just John Sally told us a similar story the other day when he was here. He he said that he didn't say four down. He screamed mouse in the house. Right, but yeah, it was Sally on him. It was Sally put Sally yeah. on him, and he he told Sally, "You're going to need some help." Is what he told yeah. him. I Larry was so good. You know, he he was good. Like well, only. So many greats can go out there and kind of mess around with the game and still be great. You know, Charles could do that, and Larry could do that. You know, and there were times we were the Charlotte Hornets. This is a team that just literally just came into existence. <laughs> you think they, he cared about playing against us? No. And so he'd come in there, and, I, you know, heck, he's famous for playing one whole game left-handed. 
time. You know, he he used things to motivate him. I think he got bored with the game <laughs> at times and had to make up games within the games to stay engaged until the very end. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that's like to compete against somebody like that. And, and you know what was crazy, Rich? The craziest part, it was kind of like Chris Mullen in a way, Yeah, is that I liked guarding them until they effing scored because they weren't athletic. They were slow. You knew that you could keep them in front of you right. and they still scored. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I love it. So they didn't call him legend for nothing. Uh, nicely so done, Christopher. They didn't. And, and I do, you know, we've, everybody does this now where we try to rank all the greats. Right. Every time somebody puts out a top five that doesn't have Larry in it, I kind of go, what are we doing? <laughs> I, to this day, he was amazing. I just, you know, I think we sleep on him anymore because he wasn't a highlight dunker. He was one of the greatest players to ever lace him up. And I don't know who I would take out of the top five, but he's up there. Magic, too. I'm biased. I'm old. Sorry. No, you and me both, Rex Chapman. Uh, okay. Before I let you go, um, what do you think Steve Kerr and his staff are, are, are trying to cook up right now? It's only, it's only a one-game respite. They come right back on Friday. Steph was down on the floor last night. He's he's clearly not 100%. You already mm-hmm. mentioned how Clay isn't the guy that he's going to be this coming fall even. Um, and and Draymond, Draymond looks neutralized, let's be honest with what we're seeing through the first two uh, Celtics wins. What do you think he and his staff are cooking up right now? I don't know that they have to cook up a whole lot. I think that if Stefan is okay physically, um, I think they win game four. And the reason for that is you, Boston's still a young team. It's the first time they've ever been through this. And when you lose a game in the playoffs, the next you know, 48 hours are absolute heck. I didn't want to say hell. <laughs> but uh, they're absolute hell because you're watching film. Every sound bite you see, every Twitter thing that comes across your, your feed is, is negative and it's just killing you and how bad you are and how hurt you look and how rusty you look and all that. When you when you win, and especially at home, it's nothing but great stuff. Pats on the back, sleep in your own bed. Nothing can replicate the hurt and despair you feel after a loss in the playoffs. You can't. Ime Udoka cannot impart it on his team uh, enough. They can't understand that that uh, Golden State is going to come out with a completely different attitude and mindset than they did in Game 3. I think that that carries them if Stefan's okay. And look, Clay's going to have – and look, we still know Clay can just pop off and get 35 or 40. He can. And that's all they needed to do. He can still do that. I just don't know that he can be consistent, you know, every single night at the level that, that we desire for him to be just yet. Rex, you're the man. What what how, what uh, what can I tell my people uh, is going on in your world um, that we should know about the Rex Chapman podcast, um, your yeah, show with man. CNN, that's, that's, correct? That's all just hanging out. Rex okay. Chapman podcast, uh, my show with Josh Josh Hopkins, and uh, oh, that's right, yeah, Mister 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 John Hopkins. Let's Mr. let's give John him Hopkins. let's give him the appropriate uh, title. Yes, that's, that. that's all, buddy. Okay, man. Good talking to you. And then your Twitter feed, which is just uh, phenomenal. I always appreciate following what you're what you got going on. I, honestly, you let me know what movies come out, what uh, what songs come out. You're you're it's unbelievable. How, oh God! Honestly, it's amazing. It's fake news. It's fake news, Rich. No, you find your news elsewhere. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Rex Chapman. Thanks again, hey, buddy. You got Thanks, it. Guys. The great hey, Rex. Rex Chapman at Rex Chapman on Twitter. Uh, must follow. Must follow. How about that? That Clay making an out-of-character comment about the fans is an indication of his frustration level and maybe an indication of his frustration level born out of knowing he's not the 100% Clay that's necessary to potentially shut these fans up. He had a good game, too. I I, I know that, but I, I... Oh, you know, you need a sharpshooter and a 12-year veteran like Rex to be able to diagnose that. Right. You know, you could just, because 
you, you can already see the commentary. Like, what a whiner, what a baby, what a crybaby. And he's like, well, deep down, he knows, you know, there's a, another old Clay Thompson gear that's required to shut these fans up in game four, and if not game four, game six, if they're fortunate to actually extend this series to that. And he, heart of hearts, might think uh, that gear might not be there yet. How about that as a as a, a two cents on that? And how many times did Rex say, I don't want to say this word, and then says it? Was that <laughs> yeah. three times in that conversation? Yes, Mitch three. was actually texting Might have been four. Not happy. Not happy. With Can I do? I mean, it's live television and radio, so uh, we appreciate those in the radio audience for understanding. And I love Rex Chapman. I love everything about him. I'm sure his Twitter feed will be filled tonight with commentary about the uh, live uh, coverage of the select committee on the dust-up. I think that's the official word. The dust up. The official oh, no, I'm sorry. Jack Del Rio apologized for that in a statement that has absolutely no standing when looking at his entire Twitter feed. It was just nice of Jack to, to leave the quotes in from the PR team. Yes, the dust up. Couldn't bother right. to delete the quotes. Let's take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We're going to set up Michael Wilbon joining us at the top of our number two. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you know how in the sports world there are teams that succeed and the rest of the league wonders how they're doing it? And they're, well, I'm just saying how they, like, how do they keep pulling that off? How do they keep doing that? The Patriots for 20 years in football. Correct. Like that's one of them. And, and you know, but the Patriots in football was just like, well, they're not playing by the same rules as everyone else. And then it would come back that, you know, outside of the videoing and anything else. Yeah. You know, they're playing, they're playing by the same stuff. As everyone else. And and then the conspiracy theories hit, right? That's when the conspiracy theories would go crazy. Hey, folks, the ball that Tom Brady threw that was brought to the attention of the National Football League that sparked Deflategate and a huge to-do with an investigation and then a suspension of Brady, that ball was intercepted by the opponent. <laughs> so usually there's really no there there. It's a bunch of, may I say, air. Hey. We're seeing it again right now with the defending world champion Los Angeles Rams. Where the guy concept is everybody's playing by the same rules and the same salary cap. How the hell do they keep doing this? How the hell do they keep doing this? And the this is... Just wait till they bring back Odell. Signing every one of their major players back for a nine-figure deal. 
And um, yeah, you know, sometimes when the, you, you, you sign a nine-figure deal, there's a lot of phony money in it. It's just really a one-year deal dressed up based on, you got to take a look at all the guaranteed dollars that are thrown in there. Well, the latest deal from the Rams, Aaron Donald, was a deal with just, it's all about real money. There wasn't any years added to it. So they basically just said, here's more money for you. Like I said on a previous program, I've never seen a deal where a team rips up a deal. It's for the same amount of time. (laughs) And it's for more money. But Aaron Donald is a unicorn. And everybody's like, how the hell are they doing that when Jalen Ramsey's making that? And they redo making that much. And and they redo Matthew Stafford's deal. And they go out and sign Allen Robinson. And now, when I had less need on the program the day after the Aaron Donald deal, and I'm like, Cooper Cup's next, right? And he goes, well, yeah, they've got to do this. we got to do that. Do that. Beneficial for both sides. And all that stuff. And, you know, Les was making the fine print. Print it out. He's probably printing the contract. The print, the contract was probably printing on the machine. He's probably putting more toner in the copy machine up there in Thousand Oaks. Just sandbagging us. He never sandbags us. <laughs> he knew a deal was close. Well, I mean, he probably. <laughs> but what do you think he's going to say? No, something I, on the Rich Eisen no, show? I mean, I he's a friend. <laughs> but I'm like, so there's money left in the, you know. The old show, it's not so old, Arrested Development on Fox. Brilliant program. Everybody should, if you want to, if you haven't seen it before, brilliant. And for you millennials, it's it's the guy from Ozark. I can't believe I have to say that. <laughs> and the guy from Veep. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and Lego Batman, you know. Um, brilliant program. Brilliant, brilliant show where... Um, there was the phrase that the father would always tell the children, there's always money in the banana stand. I mean, they thought it was uh, a, uh, uh, a euphemism. It was a turn of the phrase. But sure enough, spoiler alert, there was a banana stand for the family, and they actually had money in the walls. Maybe that's what they're doing for the Rams. Maybe it's just one big banana stand, and there's money in the walls that the league doesn't know. Because Cooper Cup got signed yesterday. And he's now handled to the tune of a gajillion dollars. And he's now making market value, top of the market value. And this sort of stuff, I'm telling you, plays into the minds of every fan base. Every fan base is now looking like, how the hell are they? Like, is the NFL paying attention to what's going on with the Rams? (laughs) As if they're just sneaking it past the goalie. Yeah, the the league's too busy with the Washington Commanders going up in flames to figure out what's going on with the Rams' salary cap. No. The league can most assuredly walk and chew gum at the same same time. Absolutely. But I'm also, you know, if I'm a Niner fan, I'm like, how the hell is Debo not signed yet? And Bosa's got to go. And the Rams win it all, beat us in the process of doing that, and they get Donald handled, and they get Cup handled, and they get Stafford re-signed, and they got Jalen Ramsey still, and they just and by the way they signed Bobby Wagner. They gave him ten oh, million yeah. a year. Oh yeah, Bobby Wagner's on the team. Yeah, take him from Seattle, put him on our team, and we're going to still give Donald more money just because we are just so magnanimous and love the guy. And the Niners are like going to have to do Bosa. And Debo's there and they're working on their relationship. And the Rams have got a trophy in the case. A ring ceremony coming up this summer. An unveiling and a banner raising coming up this fall. And Cups handled. And Donald's handled. And the quarterback's handled. And the cornerback has already been handled. And the defense is made stronger by taking the surefire Hall of Famer from one of their opponents, who now have a battle between Drew Locke and Geno Smith for the quarterback spot because they traded away Russell Wilson. And Kyler Murray is still making sure that he gets his money. Otherwise, this piece of paper that I had on my desk will start to be put into effect of wanting to get out of there. 
And the Rams are like sitting back and saying, F all that cap. Unbelievable. Les Snead, already general manager of the year. And the whole team is as happy as a clam. And why not? Because they, because the front office has done everything to just tell Sean McVay, biting his wedding cake and then getting married and being a happy camper. Handle it. Guess what? <laughs> you coach. You coach. We got everything. We else got everything taken. handled, and the rest of the locker room is just walking around like, yes, we're part of an organization that does us right. Gets it. And we still haven't gotten our rings yet, and the banner's going up. And we know we can win games right now. And we also know Odell could be there, too, because there's always money in the banana stand. And you know they'll figure it out. And why the hell wouldn't Odell want to join this team? With all due respect to Green Bay and Kansas City and whoever else is playing in the AFC West or anybody else who has a shot to win it. Why would Odell look anywhere else if he wants to be here in Los Angeles as a resident, the colors of the sky are Rams colors, folks. Well, Rich, it's whose house? Rams, Rams house. house. But Chargers fans will also say it's more powder blue of a sky anyway. But my point is this. <laughs> it's the Rams world. We're paying rent in it, folks. They got to play games. You got to play games. The Buffalo Bills are the first to come in and try and crash this uh, party. Kind of like apparently Odell did for the wedding. Although Les said, you know, Odell... Most likely invited. I don't know why it was termed as a wedding crasher like he's uh, Owen Wilson. But there you go, man. I think it plays in the minds of other uh, 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 definitely fans who are like, how the hell are they doing this? Is this basically how the hell are they doing is this, this the new Brady is messed with all the quarterbacks? Now the now the Rams are getting in all these other teams' heads. I, I can't I, I can't imagine that the Niners don't have a plan already to just pull the trigger on Bosa whenever that's supposedly ready to do. I mean, I mean, again, they're, they're not just walking around fumbling for a light switch up there. But, I mean, honestly, one team in Seattle lost their – trade away their quarterback and lost their heart and soul to their defense. Another team in – Arizona, we're wondering what's going on there. Their their best receiver suspended for the first six games. I had talked about the Niners with Debo working on the relationship, and the Rams are like, go to the banana stand and get more money. 